Good morning, everyone. This is Andrew Praber with Great Expectations Realty. And my guest today is John Dreggers, also with Great Expectations Realty. He is a longtime resident of Ocala, and we are going to be talking uh, about for sale by owners. Uh, there seems to be a lot of them out there right now, right? There are. All right. Well, welcome, John, to the program. Uh, can you go ahead and tell everyone a little bit about yourself, how to get in touch with you, and um, also, of course, your name? Okay, my name is John Dreggers. How you can get in touch with me is 352-572-5565. I lived in Marion County for the last, since 93. Okay. Almost it's been quite half a while, my yeah. life, it seems like. <laughs> Raised all my kids here. Mm-hmm. Um, know the area really well. Okay. I'm originally from Miami. So... And you, of course, know the absolute best fishing spots in Florida because you are uh, a really big, you know, boat enthusiast. Right? I am a captain. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, I've worked the waterways pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I keep seeing these pictures of, you know, on the social media and stuff with these big, huge, massive fish and stuff. And I'm like, well, he does not have just some kind of fish story. He actually has the fish. And, that, that's the yeah. best way. Yeah. Take a picture so you can prove what you caught. <laughs> just in case nobody believes you. Right. <laughs> okay. So you, I mean, you've lived here since 93. Um, and you've got, you've, you know, your kids went to school here and you, they were raised here. Um, how many kids you got? I have three. Yeah, and they're all adults now, right? They are all adults. Yeah. Do they stay local or do they move off and move all over the United States? They are local. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. That's really cool. I'm I have huge expectations that my kids will probably not do that, <laughs> but they seem to think of Ocala as um, you know, a really small town and they want to see like, you know, the big cities and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, you don't even know what you have. So um, I think that's true of a lot of kids that grew up here is they just don't know how special Ocala really is. Yeah, honestly. this area is really nice. It really is. So, all right. So we are going to talk about uh, for sale by owners. There's a lot of for sale by owners out in the marketplace and you're you're always talking to them, going out and meeting them and, you know, chit chatting and stuff. So, I mean, is that something that you've seen a lot of right now? I have seen a lot of for sale by owners. Mm-hmm. And um, why do you think that is right now? you know, that it's, that it's happening more now? Uh, because the market was real hot. Mm-hmm. They, they felt that they could put their house on the market and profit really well on it. Right. Do you think that's, um, I mean, I could definitely see, I'm kind of a do it yourselfer. I, I enjoy doing things my, on my own if I can do it myself. Um, so, you know, I can definitely understand why somebody would want to, you know, to try and do that. Um, but, uh, I know that you had spoken to one recently and that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up today is you were speaking to one, one lady and she was, um, she, what did she say? She, she knew everything. What did she say? (laughs) She, she actually said that she was, uh, better than any realtor. She could do it better. And actually she was, uh, her price was a lot less than what the market should have sold for. Like how much less? Well, she was actually probably thirty-five thousand dollars less than wow. what than wow. what that's what she had it marked at. A lot of people are getting their information off of websites like Zillow, but I've noticed right. Zillow is really off lately. Very inaccurate. Yeah, it, I mean, really, really, like very off. I I saw one one house yesterday. 
a buyer wanted to make an offer and he said, well, you know, Zillow is saying it's worth 153,000 and it was, uh, it was going up for sale, uh, for 184,000 and it was actually, it was off market. So sometimes we see, you know, things that they don't necessarily want to put it up for sale. Uh, so, you know, we were able to get them a deal before it even hit the market really. Uh, but it could easily, easily sell if it were to go on to MLS for 220, 230. And, um, but to have Zillow actually say like 150, I would hope that, that sellers aren't looking just at that because it's just comparing with what has happened. It doesn't really keep up to, um, the escalating market price. Right. And what I'm, what I'm seeing is that too many people are worrying about paying a realtor's percentage of of the sale and not thinking of the big picture of what that realtor can do for them. And they're actually losing money by worrying about paying that little bit of percentage. Um, it's, it's not, they're not really doing justice for themselves trying to well, yeah, like I mean, it's not like realtor. you would have gotten $35,000 for that commission. <laughs> no, not at all. And actually, she would ended be nice. up, she actually, um, the, the house actually sold for a lot less than what she had it listed for. Really? Right. So those negotiation skills maybe might not have, have been doing her justice, but that was just one that, was that just you, one. that you've recently spoken to. And you're, I mean, you really are very good at, um, speaking with people that are putting their house up for sale. Cause you've got a lot of of sales training in your background. So, um, I know you go, <laughs> when you see stuff like that, you're just like, really? Re ah, I know it drives you nuts because you come in and tell me, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Well, everybody, everybody needs a, a middleman or a middle woman, however you want to call it. And but they don't think they do. They yeah. don't think they do. But in actuality, that person can, can negotiate a lot better for you and you don't you're not really thinking oh okay let me just grab this money real fast and you're actually losing and right. you're not thinking about it like right. that right and i mean that's you know that uh even above you know a medical doctor salespeople make the most money in a worldwide average now, of course, you know, they've got, uh, you know, the, the realtors and stuff in there, but there's uh, salespeople in many, 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 many different fields. So it's not just um, um, items that are sold, but it's also, you know, for large corporations, they see the value of having a salesperson to negotiate on their behalf and they pay them accordingly. Some are not on a commission basis, but actually on a salary basis and they keep them on salary because it really does do their company uh, a lot of good to have that. Um, but we were actually talking about, you know, of course, we were going to, you know, share with people that, you know, the value of a salesperson, but that's basically tooting our own horn. So it's <laughs> not, not really going to help help people out. And if, well, if they're pretty set in their way, like, you know, that one lady was, you know, there's, you know, there's no way you're going to convince them otherwise. I mean, unless you're a really amazing salesperson, but. Right. And, and another thing that what we can do for you is we stop all the tire kickers, door kickers, however you consider, and you're, you're able to know who's actually coming into your home. Know uh, that this is going to be a deal 
it's not just somebody wanting to have a day out and enjoy just looking through people's houses and and not not being a buyer right. or or right because you know we screen for you know people that are ready willing and able to purchase the home and the able is the the you know severe part you know a lot of people don't realize how incredibly dangerous real estate and being a realtor really is um there's you know you could go on youtube or google and you can see how many are killed annually uh, because essentially our job description is showing vacant houses to strangers off the internet anymore <laughs> which right. you know you're a big guy so you probably you know you're not quite as worried about it as you know maybe me but at the same time you know a gun can do damage um to anybody of any size so we're always talking about safety concerns and everything even as experienced realtors so a lot of people that are doing the for sale by owner um they don't tend to realize that there's actually two realtors normally involved in a transaction, at least normally, sometimes even three. Um, so what I try and express to people is, uh, cause you work with for sale by owners, even as a buyer's agent, right? right? Right. Right. There's a simple form they fill out and it's a, a agreement to compensate for, you know, that portion of the deal. But, uh, what, again, to kind of go over how it actually works you know, here locally anyway, is that the normal, in a normal transaction that goes into MLS, the seller agrees to pay a realtor a certain amount of money or a sales agent, a certain amount of money, a, a percentage. If that sales agent does not sell the house for the terms that they want, they get nothing. So they have to sell the house. Um, and then they get a percentage of the sale. So it's of course, in their best interest to go ahead and get the most money possible because then we get more money that way. So everybody, everybody's happy. But what happens is we then put that listing into the multiple listing service or the MLS. When we do that, we have to offer compensation. So it will actually be, let's say, um, if I go ahead and take a contract or a listing, I will put it into the MLS and I offer another, any realtor that brings me a buyer that is ready, willing, and able to purchase a home, they're going to receive half of my commission. So what happens is a for sale by owner can, and most often does, go ahead and put their house, you know, a sign out front, but then they will still have agents or realtors bring a buyer to them and they just pay the other half. So let's, so they basically save, you know, it's 50% off that way, basically. <laughs> so, or whatever that, that agent wants to do, uh, or, and the seller agrees. So they negotiate those terms amongst themselves. There's no set percentage. You can pay whatever you both agree to do the work for, or, or they agree to do the same as, you know, any other job, let's say a car mechanic. Okay. You're going to do the, this was what needs to be done. Here's how much I'm going to compensate you. Will you do the work for X amount? Yes. No. Okay. Um, but when you're a for sale by owner, so many of them think that they're doing the entire job. They're doing, um, all of the advertising and marketing and screening and all of that for the, the buyers. And then they're also working with the buyer to get them to through to closing. Um, whereas really the listing agent is only doing half of that job. And then the buyer's agent comes in and does the other half once in a while. Yes, you do go ahead and do both sides of the transaction as a realtor, but generally speaking, it's a cooperation. So there has to be a compensation of cooperation. So, um, I think that's where a lot of the confusion lies is a lot of, 
for sale by owners are like, no, I'm not going to work with a realtor at all. But then that means they have to do the pre-qualification, the pre-approval letters they have to get. They have to do all of that. Um, and they have to do the advertising and all of, all of that fun stuff. And then they also have to get the contract and they have to work with the, the buyer to get to closing, make sure all of this stuff has been done in a timely manner to get to the closing table, which is why a large percentage of for sale by owner transactions, it takes several deals and several customers before it actually gets to closing. Um, because a lot of those things kind of fall through the cracks and, you know, the buyer through, uh, not knowing the process or whatever uh, may go into default. Sometimes the seller goes into default because again, that's those timelines and practices. There's a lot of timelines involved. So anyway, um, what advice would you give? Let's say you have, your mother lives out of state. I know she doesn't, she's local, but let's say your mother uh, was living alone and she lived out of state and she said she wanted to do for sale by owner. Um, she needed to get the most money possible for her home. What advice would you give to her? My advice would be don't do it. Get somebody that could be that's in the business that can help you. But if she's really persistent about that she wants to do it on her own and she can do it, then I would say that you you need to screen the people that are that are wanting to come in and look at the house by um make sure that they have the pre-approval letters of their funds. Um, driver's license, uh, copies of all that, so that you know who you're actually working with before they surprise you and come into your home and you have a nightmare on your hands. Right. I mean, even us as realtors, I think a lot of people don't realize that um, we do actually get, you know, pictures of driver's license or of license plates or something like that. There are small things that we do for our safety and for the safety of our buyers and sellers. Um, but, you know, it's not, you know, we try to be discreet with it. Um, but we are, there's training, there's self-defense training that uh, realtors get normally for free at the realtors convention or local associations. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's a huge key key thing is just getting that information ahead of time. Having multiple people at the home, um, of course, it's kind of, you got to, <laughs> you kind of, kind of be careful because you don't want, you know, the buyer coming in to walk around and look at the home and feel like it's something they could purchase and feel at home in. And then there's six people staring at them. Um, so there has to be kind of some leeway between safety and security and um, psychosis. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, you know, have at least one person there. At least. At least one. With you. Right. Okay. So at least. It, if if yeah. uh, she's there alone, just bring in one person. Yeah. And that's the advice you would you would tell your hypothetical mother that lives right. in the state, right? Right. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that makes sense. Um, I have at times felt uncomfortable uh, doing showings. Um, I just got a weird feeling. And I will literally just stay on the phone, which is rude, but better to be rude than be dead. So, you know, I'll stay on the phone and just say, you know, I have a, I have a really important phone call to make. Um, go ahead and look around as I stay on the phone. And my husband knows if I, you know, we use a few code words. So, uh, you know, he knows. And we have trackers on our phone and stuff like that. It's just crazy the amount of safety that we have to do on a daily basis. And then, you know, a for sale by owner, they're just... They don't know any of this stuff, and they're just inviting people in. It's very scary. I think once a, a person that uh, lists their property, or say you're going to list a, a car, and you start seeing the nightmares of 
all the texting coming through and all these calls coming through and you're they're just going oh I'll give you this I'll give you that and it's just a pipe dream um you're you're just you're wasting your time right so how as uh as a listing agent as you are um how is it that you actually screen those out I mean is there anything that you do that will kind of lower the 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 amount of people that will come the tire kickers as you were yeah so basically when when we have somebody call us about some a property um we're we're actually finding out what they do for a living what what they um what they can actually afford then we put them with a a lender that can pre-approve them um that's going to uh, let us know that we can even work with them. Uh, at the end of the day, we're not going to waste a uh, person that's selling their home. We're not going to waste their time by bringing somebody that's not able to purchase it. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of of, um, of complaints about that. You know, uh, where it's like, oh, you know, we'll we'll ask for you know a pre-approval or a proof of funds or a pre-qualification letter at least. And, you know, just say, you know, we would like to have that before we go in and show you homes. And they're like, oh, well, I just want to go and look at the house. I just want to go and look at the house. Well, yeah, but it's somebody else's house. They're allowing you into their home where their children are, where they their possessions are. And so to not even go so far as to get a pre-qualification letter, which is it takes a few minutes online, you can get one of those. That's at least the bare minimum. So if, if we have a buyer that's not even wanting to do the bare minimum and they just, that will go open the door for me, it's very disrespectful for the sellers and it's disrespectful of our time as well. So yeah, I know it kind of sounds snooty, but at the same time, we want to make sure that we're not wasting the seller's time and even the buyers. I mean, they'll, they want to purchase a home and what they think they can afford is not necessarily what they're looking at. So they're going to be disappointed over and over again. It's like if you go in and you want to buy a Lamborghini, but you've got, you know, a, a, a Prius budget. And I say that because I just got a Prius. But uh-huh. <laughs> I would like to have a Lamborghini. It's not going to happen. But, <laughs> but you know, it's just you have to be very realistic with that. And, you know, if I'm going over and looking at these very fancy sports cars that are, you know, 80, 100,000 or more, I'm not going to be happy with what I can afford, which I am very happy with my Prius. Just saying that you guys know that I'm yeah, <laughs> raving about it. it. I love it. But at the same time, it's not a high end sports car. And if that's what I'm shopping for, or that's what I think I have in my budget. I'm going to be disappointed. And we don't want the buyers to be disappointed. We want them thrilled with the home that they have. I mean, wouldn't you agree? I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I, but like I said, um, what I, what I see is like the for sale buy owners are so worried about paying that commission and they're they're losing that system. yeah they're losing the, sight of the, the big sight picture. of that big picture of selling it and and moving on and they're still gonna make plenty of money they'll make way more money um, than selling it themselves well as was shown in that just recently. And that's not the only one. I mean, you call um, to if, actually anybody that he calls. If he's calling you, it's because he's already done the research and he's realized that you are under um, underpricing your home. 
So if you get a phone call from John Dreggers, if his number pulls up, what's your phone number again? 352-572-5565. Okay, so if you see that number come up and he's calling you, he's already looked at the comps, he's already looked at the prices that you've listed the home for, and he's already realized that you're tens of thousands of dollars under market and he can actually help you. Do you normally call price, you know, homes that are at list price or above, you know, if they've overpriced the home, is that one that you normally would call? Um, I would just call, I, I would call them and see if I can help them and, and I would look and see where they're at and I would try to help them fix what they kind of screwed up. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen some for sale by owners that I've called three months ago, actually went and knocked on their doors and talked to them and they're still up for sale and those houses should have sold by now. Because they're just way overpriced. So it's just touching base with them, basically. And like, okay, are we going to be a little more realistic here? Are we, yeah. yeah. And again, you might have um, a buyer or something that wants to purchase the house at a lower rate. So keeping in touch with them and keeping the, the door open is is a good uh, good thought for future. Have you had any, um, any resistance to, you know, at, when you're speaking with these for sale by owners, if you actually have a buyer and that's ready, willing, and able to purchase the home, um, do they, you know, ever tell you they don't want to work with you at all? Or is it mostly, yeah, sure, bring the buyer? They're they're like, yeah, sure, bring the buyer. Um, some of them are, uh, when, I, when I suggest, well, let, let me have you sign this paper stating that you, you're the willing to, the agreement to, so I can work with you and my buyer can work with you. They get a little um, off that they don't really want to do it, but in actuality, it's it's doing them no service by. It all boils back down to the percentage they don't want to. They don't even want to. Seems like sometimes pay that two one percent, two percent. They feel like they're they're losing that that money, but at the end of the day, they keep paying their mortgages, their taxes, and they're losing. Yeah. They just keep losing. Um, what are things that you can do as an as a realtor? What are things that you've offered to do for free? For and I know the the, the list is extensive because he's yeah. like, let me just seriously, let me just help you with so, this. But so. so I I've I've uh, said that I would come in and help clean up, kind of beautify the property um, if it needs pressure washed, um, something needs to be weeded. Um, if you need some stuff hauled away, um, I have a lot of uh, commercial equipment that could do that. Not that I'm in the business to be a, the cleanup man, but at the end of the day, if I can help you um, get your household and it, all it takes is washing your driveways or giving your house a nice pressure wash, so, you know, we we also offer professional pictures. Um, we do drone pictures, videos, a lot of videos on YouTube. So even if they're a for sale by owner, you'll still go in and do um, videos on YouTube? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Okay, well, what about the cleanup and the professional pictures? Because that's going to be more of your time and money involved with that. Yeah, I, if as far as... Uh, with with any of that 
you'd have to list with me. <laughs> you're not going to go out and do that for free. No, no. <laughs> you're you're going to have to list with me. Okay, but, but you'd be willing to do um, videos on YouTube. Yeah, most definitely. We, I would do videos. I, Andrea here is big on videos, so <laughs> open houses. You'd even do an open house for somebody that's for sale by owner? Yeah, definitely. Bring out the balloons. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring out plenty of signs. We're going to make it a, hey, this house is for sale. Let's let's, yeah. let's get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, definitely having, you know, people are a little worried, again, at, you know, at the security aspect of it. But to have, you know, you come in and, you know, essentially be that second person for them and do that open house, that's amazing. But why would you do an open house for somebody if you're not listing the, the house? Well, it, it that by doing that is putting it out on the market to sh show that hey, this house is for sale. It's not just a for sale sign out there. Um, so as far as um, doing the open houses, I like to do a lot of open houses for for sale by owners. Really? Yeah. Um, that just shows them that um, I'm out there doing it. I'm trying to help make you know make the money to work uh i'm not gonna just put it on mls and hope for the best um oh so it shows that you're a really hard worker right that makes sense. and and also um you know if we're gonna get probably 10 20 30 hopefully 50 people um coming through that house um and there will be probably some people that are there that are going to be for sale by owners coming through looking and they're going to say, you know what, this guy is doing a good job. Let me hire him. And, uh, and there's, you know, the buyers, I mean, if there's 40 or 50 different buyers coming through, there's only one house. Right. So there's only going to be one person that can actually purchase the home. So what about all of those other buyers? They're going to be buyers to, uh, show them other houses around the area. So you're actually going to go out and work with those other buyers. Right. Ah, I see this. That's, yeah, it's pretty slick. Yeah. That's the plan. <laughs> okay. So you're basically, you know, it's a win-win basically. The the buyer, you know, the buyer gets the house and the for sale by owner gets the buyer. But at the same time, you have all of these other customers now, um, not only other people that are thinking to list their house and they see how hard you're working, but also the buyers um, probably if they're at an open house don't have a realtor. So they're going to be working with you. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I've seen um, or talked to uh, for sale by owners that are, oh, I've already had several different realtors come here and they're wanting this listing so bad. Mm -hmm. What can you do better than them? Um, Put up it, or it, shut up. It, yeah. yeah, and it's, uh, I, I, I do a lot. I do a lot. Um, well, I think really, you know, actually doing the work and showing them how much of a hard worker you are really sets you apart. I'm sure you get a lot of people talking about it. I know you have an open house actually coming up pretty soon that you're actually uh, the listing agent for. So, um, you know, without giving the address, because we can't give that out yet, but um, what can you tell us about the house and where what area it's in? Well, it's uh, going to be in the Summerfield area. It's going to be a three-bedroom, two-bath house, two-car garage on a beautiful corner lot. That's so. going to have a brand-new roof. Yeah, that's don't what even, we're working on right now. <laughs> don't have to worry about the 
the roof nightmares that are happening on these houses Ugh. these days. Yeah. Uh, all the insurance companies want brand new roofs or they won't write a policy. It's driving us nuts. And and it's also going to be not far from the villages. So That's if you're awesome. a village goer, stop in. you could ride right over there and second flat. Absolutely. So you're obviously going to be doing lots of open houses on that. So they'll be seeing... Um, probably on 42, uh, lots of signs for open houses. Yes, most definitely. We're going to be doing a lot of open houses. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so if anybody is um, thinking of selling a home and they are interested in talking to you just about what you can do and what you are willing to do, uh, whether you're listing it or not, how do people get a hold of you, John? It's 352-572-5565 or John sells to you at gmail.com mm-hmm. or come see me at Great Expectations Realty. And you can definitely check out our website, greatexpectationsrealty.com. And John has his, e- or his uh, email and his contact information on there as well. But he is definitely uh, one of the best listing agents I have seen in a long time. So you will not regret talking to him. And you answer questions for free, right? Most definitely. All right, awesome. If you if you need somebody to text or talk to, just You're the man. shoot me a text. I'll <laughs> okay. answer it. If I'm awake, I'm answering it. Okay, awesome. All right, let's go ahead and uh, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Okay, well, thank you very much for your time. Okay, so I want to talk a moment about things that are coming up in Ocala. Actually, today... Uh, and also the 16th. So on March 16th over at our office uh, over in Paddock Park, uh, we have the Home Buyer Workshop coming up. That is on Wednesday, March 16th from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. We will be helping you with any and all questions, comments, concerns, or otherwise that you have in regards to purchasing a home in Ocala in today's market. So we will definitely get you set up for that. Even if you're not ready to buy a home right now, maybe it's a year, two years down the road, at least you can find the steps to home ownership. So I definitely want to invite you to that free event and uh, we'll get you all set up for what steps you need to take to have the goal of home ownership in mind. What is happening today, however, is the Habitat for Humanity Strawberry Festival here in Ocala. That's right. It's from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So it is not too late. Get on out there and enjoy some fantastic live music and entertainment, plenty of strawberries, a car show, lots of other food and drinks. There's a kid zone. There's a pie eating contest I'm thinking I might qualify for. And I'll have some vendors and more. There are lots and lots of strawberries. So make sure and get on down there. Again, it's 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. today. And it's benefiting Habitat for Humanity here in Ocala. If you want more information about it, go ahead and go to habitatocala.org forward slash strawberry festival. If you have any questions that you would like to ask for upcoming uh, radio programming, go ahead and send me over an email. It's at andreapraber at gmail.com or you can go ahead to our website and it's at greatexpectationsrealty.com. We'll go ahead and consider those uh, opportunities for future programs. Any questions you might have, we'd love to answer. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll talk soon. Our office phone number is 352-817-9160. Again, that's 
817-9160. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week.